Hello, my pretties. Welcome to a bonus episode of Women Getting Woke. And this one is deep, you guys. This is the why. The reasoning behind the madness. The deep beliefs that I have in women's empowerment. I'm going to tell it all and just give you guys a little peek of the kind of thoughts that go on inside this brain of mine. And if this episode makes you uncomfortable, then that's okay. My mission might even be accomplished even because what I want to do is just open up those minds and challenge yourself to different ways of thinking. And I want to make it clear that Even though my face is on this podcast, this brand probably will be on the upcoming nonprofit stuff, that at the end of the day, this is not about me. This is about women overall feeling seen, heard, celebrated, and challenged. And when I started, initially, this was an idea for a podcast. I was like, Heck yeah, this is going to be super fun. I'll bring my friends on. We'll talk about empowering stuff. I'll get some boss ass bitches on the lineup. And this podcast idea just grew and grew. And right now, this is just a pebble of what I want to build and what I want to accomplish. I want to build a freaking empire. And this all started off of a problem that I saw with women's empowerment. And I should specify that further, the women's empowerment movement. Because the, the movement is strong right now. I would say it's at its peak. People are fired up. We're marching. But it was the thought that came to mind when I thought of women's empowerment. And you can maybe relate to me on this here. When it comes to mind... I feel like most people think of maybe some butcher-looking type female, doesn't shave their legs or pits maybe, and is out there marching with a picket sign. And maybe that's stereotyping, but I don't think I'm in the wrong when our minds all go there. And the problem with the movement is like, yeah, everyone's marching once or twice a year but for me it's such a strong movement and there was no tangible daily action and if you're listening everyone here has the opportunity to contribute I just think we don't know how other than to participate in a march once a year at that and a win for me would be after listening to this episode that you know how to contribute, and how to incorporate this into those daily interactions. And supporting women's empowerment doesn't have to be this grand gesture. It's those small repetitive moments over and over and over again that build confidence for women everywhere. So I think the question lies, how do we put this in action? And I'll dive into it. So Women Getting Woke stands on three pillars. First one being that it's a safe place. Freedom. 
and togetherness. And I want to start with a safe place first. And I do have a small issue with how it sounds because a safe place to me sounds kind of weak, right? Obviously, I wanted to cultivate this awesome, safe place for women and people, whoever, to come. But I want to make it clear that this is not a last resort option. This is a place to celebrate the highs and the lows. And I think to my younger self frequently for inspiration. Maybe technology was at play here, but there was nothing like this at the time. I didn't have a ton of role models around me to look up to. And it's not like I didn't have the support there. I had my friends, my family, coaches, people around me. So I think back to that time, why didn't I say anything or why didn't I talk to anybody? But I know that I'm not alone here. I think women in general, we sacrifice a lot. We sacrifice our sanity, our emotions at the expense of others. I think a big reason of why I didn't share a lot, whether it was, you know, in high school, my early 20s, whatever it was, is because I didn't want to be a burden to any of those people I just mentioned. So what do we do? We bottle things up. And if I had just had exposure to know that somebody was going through something similar or thinking through similar thoughts, that affirmation would have been everything to me. And I want to do that for somebody else, especially at the lows. I'm sure we can all think of a time when you're like, man, am I going fucking crazy right now? But what if you knew that somebody else was going through the same or thinking the same thing? And inversely, what about the highs? We need to celebrate the highs together too. Maybe think of a time where you wanted to celebrate an achievement and maybe you downplayed it at the expense of somebody else. We need to celebrate the highs as well. Why? Because that keeps us as women motivated to achieve. We need to know that it's okay to be great and that only comes with celebration. And it's not our fault either for suppressing that. We've been suppressed for sure. And that comes from generations and generations of telling us how much we can contribute. And what I want you to know, whether you're a male or female listening, is that there is no ceiling on what you can do. And the perfect example I like to give of this is the Olympic athlete, Roger Bannister. For those of you who don't know who this is, he was an Olympic athlete in the 1950s. And his event was the mile. And then at the time, a sub four minute mile was like 
unheard of. Nobody had done it, but who finally does it? My guy, Roger Bannister. I think he finishes in like 359 or something. And it's not so much his accomplishment as what shook me. It's what happened afterwards. In the months following, multiple athletes broke the sub four-minute mile. All it takes is one person to set the standard and the rest will fucking follow. So go out there and be that person. I want to be that person. Make a difference. There's no ceiling on what we can do. We also need freedom to progress in our own unique ways. So that's the second pillar of women getting woke is freedom. As women, we should be able to set new standards and carve that path in our own unique, feminine, and sexy ways. And the problem here historically is that women often have had to look to men for examples on how to be successful. And I love using one of my best friends as an example here of how women have had to get creative. So she's in the construction industry. She is a badass. She's crushing it. But in order to be taken more seriously, she actually had to start dressing down. Verbatim said she needed to make herself look uglier to go on these job sites. Or else she was just going to get eaten alive out there. And maybe some might consider this weak. I know she has felt embarrassed of certain situations at work. But this is actually fucking strategic. And women do this all the time. Just nobody notices. What do we do? We disguise ourselves. We dress differently. We don't, we wear different makeup. Maybe that's not as loud. Uh, We change who we are. Maybe that's work, friends, relationships. So we Trojan horse it to get inside. And then what's the problem? Ladies, we are still inside the horse and we have not come out. So what do we need to do? You need to be you. Be fucking unapologetically you. And what I want to do is expose women to other women who are leading and carving in non-traditional ways. And I want you to take a minute and just think to yourself, what if you only lived your life at, let's say, a 70% capacity? Now I want you to think what your life would be like if you operated at your fullest capacity? What would your relationships be like? What would your work be like if you were operating at 100%? When we give women freedom to be themselves, to operate at every ounce of their being, we all get better. 
Why? Because we want to do more. We want to achieve more. We want to be better friends, partners, lovers. And oftentimes this can feel like a war. And I think that's where the slogan war on women comes through because it definitely feels like an uphill battle. But I think another thing that we need to recognize is that we all need to go about this together. And men, we need you too. I think you guys probably feel like you're the problem and you're not. We actually need your help. We need your help to create a society that allows the women in your life to contribute. And we can't do this without you. And that brings me to the final pillar, togetherness. And togetherness is not a new concept by any means. There's strength in numbers, that's clear. But how can you cultivate togetherness and turn it into a daily action? And I'll give you the perfect example from somebody that I interviewed on my podcast. And this person, she's an artist and she has experience specifically with amputees. So this artist, she's at the gas station and she sees this girl who is missing part of her arm. And so she's scoping her out. She's checking out her arm. And if you can imagine, she's like definitely sizing her up, right? And this girl, the poor amputee, she's like, why the heck is this girl looking at me? And so finally the artist goes up to her and she starts a conversation and she's like, hey, uh, you know, I draw and work with people for a living. Uh, would you mind if I could just take some time to draw you? Like, I think that your arm is, is phenomenal and beautiful. And it turns out this girl was an Olympic athlete. She says, oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming up to me. You can only imagine how many people just stare. Now this bond has been created that's beautiful and organic. Because this artist went up to her and made that first move. Now what I want you guys to think is what this renowned Olympic athlete would have felt like if this artist had never come up to her. She probably would have felt like shit from this person staring. So let that be the example of how you can be that person to make the first move and create a feeling of togetherness amongst one another. And remember, ladies especially, that there is no competition between us. I could go off about competition all day. Competition doesn't exist because nobody can be you. Let me take it back to the original definition of competition. Competition is the act of competing to gain or win something. Think like Olympic game status. And today, that definition has become so warped because we're in a society where more is better. We're competing with our family, our friends, 
houses, cars, materialistic things, you name it, because that is what defines us as status. But we need to fucking remember that we're on the same team at the end of the day. And that this operating on an island mentality needs to be squashed. As humans, as creatures, we were meant to operate communally. We were at our core. So let's be there for each other. It's really not that hard to incorporate into your daily life. Ladies, how many times have you been in the bathroom and you see this girl messing with her makeup and hair for forever? Lord knows she probably took over an hour to get ready. You give her a compliment. You say, hey, nice jacket. Your makeup looks great. How freaking happy does this girl look? Because let's be honest, compliments from another woman mean way more than compliments from a guy. (laughs) It's just the truth. Be the affirmation that that girl needed in that moment. So to close, my challenge to whoever is listening right now is to be that person to make the first move. If you're going to support me, if you're going to support women getting woke, if you're going to wear anything from the merch, if you're going to represent, you bet your ass I have the utmost expectations for you. At the end of the day, women's empowerment and the women's empowerment movement is very real. It's happening, but consider this and women getting woke, that missing action piece that you can do every single day. And for a little bonus homework, I have a special request. So I have some friends that have wrote in already, but I would love if you guys could contribute as well. And what I'm having everyone do is share about a woman in your life that has impacted you. Or maybe it was a moment. Feel free to share however much or how little you want. Leave your name or leave it anonymous. Totally up to you. But what I plan to do is then share all these responses at a later podcast episode. So I got something cooking for you guys. You can send these responses into womengettingwoke at gmail.com or you can DM them on the Instagram at womengettingwoke, accepting responses now. Guys, it's been real. I'm a little fired up right now, but no, it's, uh, it's easy to talk about something that you are extremely passionate about. So if there's any topics that you guys want to go down further, I am all ears. And I just want to give a big thank you to everyone who has supported me so far and all those women in my life who have inspired me to keep going. I wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't be where I am now without any of you. In a little teaser for next episode, I interview the artist that I referenced in this one. So super excited to have her on. It was a blast 
diving into all things women's empowerment. It's going to be fire. Give it a listen. Thank you.